joined by ABC News correspondent Jay O'Brien in Washington as there are some choice words now being lobbed by U.S. President Joe Biden towards his Russian counterpart. Good morning, Jay. And let's talk a little bit about uh, what could be described as a burgeoning war of words. Well, so what we saw yesterday was President Biden's speech just a few days before the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. It comes off of that surprise visit, you'll remember, to Kyiv, the president secretly slipping into Kyiv. He comes back, has that speech yesterday, and says Kyiv is still standing. But the larger theme of that speech is the free world versus autocracies and how Ukraine is this battleground, essentially, of democracy pushing back against autocracy. So the president saying, and here's a direct quote, President Putin is confronted with something today that he didn't think was possible a year ago. The president continues, the democracy of the world have grown stronger, but the autocrats of the world have grown weaker and not stronger. The president uses the word freedom something like 20 times in that speech. So giving that message to both Americans here at home or continuing to back military assistance for Ukraine and also the international community that's also supporting Ukraine, that message being there is a larger struggle here, the president says, the free world versus autocracies like Russia and then to a larger extent China as well. And that's been a message that that we've heard from uh, Ukraine's leaders uh, from from the get go. Is that if you think our problems are something uh, that you can ignore, uh, just wait till they're on your doorstep, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's the messaging we're seeing frequently now directed at some Americans who are exhibiting what some of the president's critics have described as Ukraine fatigue. So there's a good example here. There's an ABC News Washington Post poll that we conducted at ABC with the Washington Post. And uh, the results, are the, the question is asked in February of 2023, so this month, and in April of 2022, do you think the U.S. is doing too much, too little, or the right amount in Ukraine? And the biggest increase we saw in people saying too much, a huge increase was amongst Republicans. It went from like 20% saying the U.S. was doing too much in April to 50% saying the U.S. is doing too much in this February. And so one of the things we're seeing from Republicans within their own party who support Ukraine is that messaging saying to those critics within their ranks, this is a larger struggle. It has to do with Xi and Taiwan, is relating to China, has to do with the free world versus autocracy. So we're seeing that expressed a lot, again, particularly aimed at some of the critics of continued U.S. aid. That's very interesting. And, you know, really that those critics of continued USA have also been described as a kind of small vocal minority, but they're starting to uh, really carry a little bit more sway, it sounds like. Well, and it's interesting because the, the most vocal critics are, you know, Matt Gates, for instance, Marjorie Taylor Greene, House Republicans, right? They are, I cover Congress as part of my day job when I'm not here pinch hitting for the amazing Karen Travers, but um, so I can tell you they are a small vocal minority in Congress. House leadership, Senate leadership on the Republican and Democratic side largely back continued support for Ukraine, although Republicans want a few more guardrails in there. But the thing I would say is the dynamics in the House, because Republicans have such a slim majority, right, we saw it play out during the McCarthy speaker battle, any outsized 
minor any smaller group has an outsized uh, authority now given the small GOP ranks in the house. Yeah, of course one of those uh, also vocal congress members one of our Southern Colorado delegation of course Lauren Bobert and how is that really playing out knowing that uh, speaker McCarthy has, you know, voice support but knowing he has to try to appease everyone just to keep some form of a rule in the uh, house chamber. Well, I think that's a really good question. I think we're going to watch that play out now over the next few months. Uh, For McCarthy, when it comes to Ukraine, he said in the midterms he doesn't want to write a quote-unquote blank check to Ukraine. But what that means in actuality, what that looks like in legislation about spending for Ukraine is somewhat unclear. We've heard some murmurings that Republicans want more oversight over the money the U.S. is spending to Ukraine. And if McCarthy does that, He will be satisfied. Um, We've also heard some rumblings that maybe there's an attempt to claw back the dollar amount, but that looks less likely than the oversight. So we'll see how that transpires. But you're exactly right on every policy issue, Ukraine just being one of them. McCarthy has a a very small needle to thread here. Right. And and certainly you have some uh, uh, more, uh, you know, traditional Republicans like Mitt Romney saying that we must support Ukraine. It is the right thing to do. So that aid, uh, like you said, uh, continuing uh, to to push that aid through is something that's going to be a very delicate balancing act on the uh, part of Congress. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jay O'Brien, ABC News correspondent. Thanks uh, for your report on this. And I'm sure Karen Travers thanks you for uh, pinch hitting for her as well. (laughs) Thank you.